Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Just about a month from now, as a matter of fact, as we are at Grand Park for Colts camp, a lot of attention will be out on the west side for the U.S. Nationals, which as I have always said, and it probably, for those that are involved in it, they get tired of hearing it, but it's true. The Super Bowl of drag racing, the Indy 500, whatever you want to call it, uh, it is the biggest and the best, and it is all coming up Labor Day weekend. And to talk about that, to promote it, a guy who has decided to dabble his toes into and not just here's the thing tony stewart like you didn't decide just to kind of experiment when it comes to um you know drag strip racing you just decided to go all in which i kind of love uh first off thanks for joining us man it's good to talk to you thanks yeah i I would say uh dabble was an understatement for sure we uh (laughs) we might have just dipped one toe and said "Mm, this doesn't feel too bad and then just dove head first but um yeah i'm really enjoying this it's um it's been a lot of fun to meet Leah, uh, start going to some of her races. She was going to my races, and uh, you know that that evolved into going to drag racing school just to kind of get a better understanding of what she's talking about from behind the steering wheel. And uh, here we are, another year down the road after that, and now I'm driving a top alcohol dragster. You're married. You you own cars. You're you're running in it. The Dodge Power Brokers NHRA US Nationals, by the way, is what we're talking about. I, I want to begin with this. I, you have obviously Tony Stewart been able to race anything, and it's one of the things I you know you I know how much you look up to AJ Foyt and just the versatility of that. Is there anything at all that translated? other than just having your hands on a steering wheel towards learning how to race in this discipline of racing? It is drastically different, and and you wouldn't think it would be. I mean, I've been racing my entire life, obviously, and and I remember watching the drag races, and, like, I I always thought they fired up, they do a burnout, they back up, engine tuners twisting knobs, and, and then they send them up, and they go. And there's way more to it than that. So, to your point, though, the the driving side when you hit the gas, I mean, your your instincts kick in just like they would any other race car. But I think the thing that that people don't realize is how intense just the procedure and the cadence of the procedure. Uh, everything you do, you have to do correctly, and you've got four or five guys around the car the whole time that it's running, and you're you're in the front part of the car. So uh, to sit there and every everything motor and everything's behind you and all those guys and you're responsible for their safety too. So just making sure you do everything correct is uh, you know a big part of what we do in drag racing and and the focus. It's just a different mindset and it's a different skill set that you have to have to do drag racing. It's racing legend in Indiana native Tony Stewart. He's with us here on the Payless Liquors Hotline again, along with the NHRA Nationals coming up. Obviously, here what a week from Sunday, Jake. We've got uh, the Brickyard that will be over at IMS. We have seen a change to the road course here in recent years. Tony, if uh, you got to make the decision, would you like to see the Brickyard on the oval or on the road course over at IMS? I'm a traditionalist and I'm old school. I want the oval all day long. <laughs> well, you had pretty good success on it, no question about that, right? Yeah, I had two good Brickyard wins. Um, 
you know, and that there's nothing that beats winning at home and, you know, having your family and your friends there and being able to celebrate uh, after a win at, at Indy. So uh, that's always been the holy grail to me. Um, you know, always will be. So uh, there's just something about winning at home that, that makes it even that much more special. You know, I remember, Tony, and I can't recall whether it was your first or second win out there, but I, I do remember watching it. And I think he went past the turn two suites. And as a kid also that grew up in Indianapolis and always, you know, just had dreams about the Indy 500 in particular. But I I think I felt to an extent, I can't pretend to know what it was like to be in the car, but I think I felt like what that would feel like. Just the the pride of of an Indiana guy winning there, right? So I'm curious, does that same thing translate for you with the U.S. Nationals? Because I, I, I hope that people realize just exactly within the sport that you're now involved in, how big the event in Indianapolis is in respect to that sport. Yeah, you're 1,000% spot on. It's uh, And you said it at the, at the beginning of this. It's, it is the Super Bowl. It's the Indy 500. It's the Daytona 500. It is NHRA drag racing's biggest event of the year. This is the one that if you say I, I'm, I get to win one race during the year which one do I want it to be this is absolutely that race um, it's that big it's five days of every class that NHRA has out there competing and uh, you know makes it fun for me because I get to race out there not at the same time obviously as my wife and and Matt Hagen that drives our funny car but you know to run the top alcohol class there and to know that I'm racing for the same trophy that the top fuel and funny car guys are running for uh, it is. It's that prestigious that uh, it it will have the same feel as a brickyard win if we were lucky enough to to finish it off. How is that balance, Tony? In terms of, you know, you have obviously had experience in being a an owner that is also racing and and having to balance that, but then you add into that the fact that it's your wife. And, you know, do you, do you guys separate it when you go home? Do you, do you sit there and all of a sudden at the dinner table you say, like, listen, I mean, what happened on that run? I mean, take me through how all of that kind of works out. Yeah, I, I've had to think about that quite a bit, actually, because, uh, yeah, you have to have separation between being the husband and, and being the car owner. So, uh, you know, I think a lot of it, it's the funny thing that I've told a lot of people is that being married to Leah and being around her and seeing her intensity when she races, it is, it is like looking back in time, 17 years at myself. So, um, when things happen, it's like, I know exactly where my mindset would have been as a driver. And I'm like, I don't think this is a good time to go ask her what happened. <laughs> I go, I go to the other pit and go uh, talk to Matt Hagen for a while, but it's uh it is it's a challenge uh it's also very rewarding as well i mean when you get to to do what you love doing in motorsports and get to do it with your wife i don't know how it gets any better than that we we both love racing in general um obviously she's been a drag racer her entire life i'm new to it but when i started going to the races with her it was like setting a hook i i fell in love with it myself uh, still love everything else w- that we do, but really love this sport. So, uh, yeah, there's those times, though, when 
when I'm still in car owner mode and I'm like, I need to sit and think about what I'm going to say before I say it, because that's going to be the difference between sleeping on the bed or sleeping on the couch. <laughs> Boy, we can all relate to the couch with that one. Tony Stewart's with us here on the Payless Liquors Hotline. Tony, my extent in a racing vehicle of any kind is as a passenger with Mario Andretti, two-seater, two laps around uh, the oval there at IMS. I was absolutely just in awe getting out of that car thinking, how in the world could anyone do that for you know 200 laps let alone 32 other cars around them etc etc and you lo and behold do that and then also do the do do the double um with a coca-cola 600 at the same time late or i should say later that day what is the part of that that you think maybe either doesn't get talked about enough or the part that was the most strenuous for you in accomplishing that I think it was both physically and mentally being prepared. Uh, the first time we did the double was in 99, and uh, I was part owner in the IndyCar team. And, you know, obviously everybody's seen me for years. They know I'm not the guy that's, you know, at 5 o'clock beating the door down at the gym to go work out in the morning. So, uh, you know, for me, the first year, it was really difficult to be physically prepared. I, I mean, I thought, I thought I was ready to go. I felt like I was race fit. But what I didn't understand was the nutrients and the nutrition side that I needed to pay attention to uh, to be able to do both of those events. So uh, in 2001, when I did it the second time, uh, we hired a trainer from the Carolina Panthers football team that was with me for three and a half weeks straight. And uh, everything that I ate, drank, he had it documented. I mean, he wrote everything down, but he he dictated what I what I ate and drank, uh, I literally lost six pounds in the three and a half weeks just from what he was feeding me versus what I wanted to eat. Uh, but I was in way better shape the second time around. We ran the 500, ran six, uh, got in the airplane, they get IV fluids in you, um, give you food that they want you to eat for, I mean, I had a, I had a rice crispy treat bar, uh, and I didn't understand if there was something in that, that that's what they wanted to get in my system for the, for the 600 in Charlotte. But, uh, finished third at the 600 and, and felt like I could have ran another race that night. So, I mean, it, the, the training part of it was a huge asset in our success the second time around. Speaking of conditioning, Tony, I saw a photo of you recently. It looks like you're, you're getting back into shape, actually, and so that made me curious. If I'm not mistaken, your first NHRA win was in Vegas. I, I could be wrong in that, but um, when you won, did you were you able to go to Dairy Queen and celebrate? Because don't you like to go to Dairy Queen to celebrate a win? Yeah, you're right. I did win at Vegas. That was my first win last uh, or this spring. But um, yeah, we the the local Dairy Queen. There's two of them in town. They're two different owners too. But the one that sponsored me when I was nine years old, he still owns it. He uh, doesn't get around quite as good as he used to uh, when I was eight years old. But uh, he's still at that at that store every day. Daughter runs it, and then uh, he's. He's there working like he always has. He just doesn't work quite as fast. But we still uh, we still go in there at lunch with the with the rest of the Liars Club and and have a good time, uh, bench racing and telling stories. And uh, once about every five or six trips there, he'll break down and give me a free uh, chocolate shake. So uh, you know, I'm, I might be making him go broke. I'm not sure. Hey, Tony, I know you got a busy day, so we'll let you go here in a second, but I did want to ask you also, again, Tony Stewart is our guest on the Payless Liquors Hotline. Labor Day weekend is when the Dodge Power Brokers NHRA U.S. Nationals will be taking place. Tony will be out there in his top alcohol dragster, his wife, and, of course, his team as well, three different levels that you can see him racing. Uh, But in terms of next weekend, 
just your overall thoughts right now. I know Chase Briscoe ran really well on the road course a year ago, but just where your team is right now in Cup and where you would like to see improvement. Well, we're kind of handcuffed to a certain degree. I mean, they've they've got the rules package so tight that we can't sit there and fix problems that we know we have. It's uh, you know they've just got the the box that tight now. But I'm I'm really proud of our group. Uh, all four drivers ran well. Uh, all four more in the top eleven this past weekend at uh, Richmond. So. Um, you know, I know, obviously, for Chase, it's a home race just like it was for me, and it means a lot to him. And he's a very good road course driver. So, uh, you know, his first year there, he, he had a shot to win it and got pushed off the racetrack. But, um, you know, guys like Kevin are good road course racers. Eric won at Sonoma in the Xfinity car this year. We've got guys that know how to road race. we just got to be able to give them what they need to do to get the job done. But, uh at least we were encouraged this weekend by Richmond where it's not a big track. It's more that short track feel. And that's, that's what you get with road courses. You kind of use some of those uh, same setups and techniques to get the car working there as well. So I'm excited about it. So what changes would you like to see that would loosen up those handcuffs a little bit for your team? Change all the officials in NASCAR would be the start. (laughs) They're the the rule makers, but uh, no, it's a tough job. I mean, Running a sanctioning body is very tough, but, um, you know, they've just got the – you're kind of stuck at whatever the manufacturer submitted for uh, Arrow, and, um, you know, we're, we're just a little bit behind in that, so we're having to try to find other ways to compensate for and it's it's uh, much tougher than people think. Well, Tony, from the Indianapolis Zoo to Riley Children's Hospital to basically anywhere that you go around central Indiana, I know of the – privately and quietly and without the request of things exactly like that of public mention for it the things that you've done for people around central indiana so certainly uh hope that central indiana can pay you back by helping you get a win out at the u.s nationals and helping you continue to to grow that career and appreciate your time this morning nothing would be better than to celebrate with our hometown fans so uh, look forward to seeing everybody out there and man we uh i'd say if we get lucky enough to win the u.s nationals and top alcohol dragster we will have one hell of a party that night we'll we'll make it a a very special labor day weekend for sure chocolate shakes for everybody baby (laughs) yeah i might have to spice it up even a little more than that we might have to throw a little extra in it (laughs) top alcohol chocolate shakes for everybody no need to sleep on the couch that night right that's right (laughs) thanks tony appreciate it guys thank you